Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Family Health Podcast, a podcast for families and leaders that want to strengthen families. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, an author, university professor, licensed professional counselor, a life coach, and researcher, and speaker on topics such as trauma, abuse, sexual ethics, and gender, and sexuality issues today. I will be your host. In this podcast, we'll be focusing on four areas. See these as a quadrant, your health, your purpose, your relationships, and your work. Each week, we'll be diving into one of these four areas with the goal of challenging you and encouraging you in building strong families. We're sponsored by the Family Launch Academy, a community of families, parents, and leaders that want to see their children launched well into adulthood, prepared for what's to come. Find out more about the community, resources, courses, trainings, and Q&As with me, Dr. Gilbert, and the Family Launch Academy by joining our free Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Family Launch Academy. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, it's Dr. Corey Gilbert. Welcome back to the Family Health Podcast. And we're going to continue our conversation about pornography today and looking at kind of a comparison to past um, and present. And it's kind of scares me to think about the future, but um, but also the idea of intimacy and how that's being challenged and redefined and sex over relationship. And then we're going to look at a lot of scripture that actually kind of just helps reorient ourselves, our hearts, and our minds when it comes to this topic. So um, I hope that you enjoy. These are excerpts from my book, I Can't Say That, um, international bestseller on Amazon. You can find it at ICan'tSayThat.com or on Amazon. All right, so let's dive in. Nudity yesterday and today. For many of our children, the first time they view pornography, they do not see a naked picture like many of us did. They are viewing videos of gross and abusive scenes that most of us would consider horrifying. Think about this. If this is their first exposure, where do they go from there? Honestly, today, it has gone to places most of us cannot imagine. If you go online and search for any cartoon your kids love and add the word porn to it, you will find that someone has taken those animated characters and turned them into sexual fiends. One I recently learned about is My Little Pony Porn. Each pony has huge breasts and a penis. Think about that. This is not normal and quite confusing. Another new form of pornography today is men who have undergone hormone replacement to grow breasts and now possess both sexes as sexual parts. These men are shown engaging in sexual play with other men like them. Think about the implications of this on an 8 to 13-year-old son or daughter. It is confusing and seriously damaging to their future relationships and sexual ethic. Knowing that nudity and sexual activity to the perverse extremes that are available online just a few clicks away on a device we can carry in our pockets is downright terrifying. With all that is out there, it is tempting to say that it isn't a big deal if our kids happen to see a naked picture of a man or woman as God created them. However, Scripture states there should not be even a hint of sexual immorality. Ephesians 5.3 The impact of sexual images on our hearts and minds is immeasurable. Of all things, graphic videos portraying sex between multiple people is nothing short of abusive and animalistic. This is an unacceptable image. Sex is about relationship. This is God's design for sexual intimacy, to be reserved and preserved for the marriage relationship with one man and one woman. There is no other place. The nudity of past years in magazine spreads, calendars, and posters had a huge impact on society, drawing men and women to a space they never should have gone. Most of you reading this can attest to how naked pictures impacted you when you were young. This is nothing, though, when compared to what many of our children are watching or will see in their first exposure of pornography today. 
Imagine the impact that these easily accessible video clips with abuse and anything goes will have on our children. Imagine the even graver impact it will have on our children if they see these things and never have a place to verbally process what they have seen. We have a chance if we can move it from the subconscious to the conscious, to the prefrontal cortex. How do we do this? By asking hard questions, being willing to listen, suspending judgment, and teaching and leading patiently. This is a dark subject with a tremendous impact on our sons' and daughters' future lives. Intimacy challenged and redefined. Consider the impact of these video clips on a viewer's understanding and framework for what is healthy between a man and woman in marriage. This assumes that a biblical sexual ethic is vocally being taught in your home. This is not successfully accomplished with lectures and the degrading of others' choices, but through micro-conversations over time that lead to your son or daughter making up their mind to choose God's design for marriage and intimacy. Imagine how their intimacy will be affected after a few years of viewing pornography. Imagine the impact that the constant download of video clips into their brains over the course of years will have on them if they decide to marry. How will pornography influence their view of how they should treat their love and or how they should be treated? This is huge. This is why it is so important that we become the small voice in our children's developmental years to create a healthy framework for marriage and intimacy. They need to be able to recognize healthy touch so that they can discern abuse in all its forms. This requires that we be willing to go there and have thought through our own beliefs on the subject as parents. Is the use of pornography okay in marriage as a marriage aid? Is it okay to use sexual toys, dildos, props, sexy lingerie? Is it okay to engage in anal sex or mutual masturbation? Is it okay to swing with other couples? Where are the lines? Does the Bible have anything to say on these subjects? It is important to know where you stand on these issues so that you can have micro-conversations that guide your growing children. The Lord entrusts them to you so that you can raise them up in the way they should go. Proverbs 22, 6. Sex over relationship. A final aspect to consider is where pornography puts sex in comparison to relationship. Sex trumps relationship. Relationships require time, patience, managing differences, having conversations, and compromise. Sex requires almost nothing. A lonely future awaits our children if they buy into the belief that sex is no big deal. If you have ever watched video clips of porn or XXX movies, then you know that there is always something important missing in each encounter. Despite the drama and cinematic wizardry, it is all doing and completely void of intimacy and relationship. This is a million miles away from God's design. It is not about the bigger orgasm, longer foreplay, or the experience of ecstasy. Sex was meant to bring together a husband and wife to do three things. Yes, three things. Provide pleasure, protection, and procreation. Scripture is clear about our hearts, our minds, our eyes, and our bodies. Here are a few samples from Scripture. Job 31.1 I made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. Proverbs 5, 18-20 Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman or fondle the breasts of a promiscuous woman? Proverbs six thirty two. But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself.
Matthew 5, 27 and 28. You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Matthew 6, 22 and 23. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Romans 13, 13 and 14. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity or immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. 1 Corinthians 6, 18-20 Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a price, so you must honor God with your body. Colossians 3.5 so put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3-8 God's will is for you to be holy, so stay away from all sexual sin. Then each of you will control his own body and live in holiness and in honor, not in lustful passion like the pagans who do not know God and his ways. Never harm or cheat a fellow believer in this matter of violating his wife. For the Lord avenges all such sins, as we have solemnly sworn, warned you before. God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Therefore, anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human teaching, but is rejecting God who gives his Holy Spirit to you. And lastly, Hebrews 13.4, Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. May these bless you. May these encourage you. May these empower you to actually fight for your family, for your children, and, and really protect your heads and hearts, your eyes, your minds, and your bodies when it comes to pornography and what we consume. And this goes for all media. I bless you and your family. It's been an honor. Thanks for tuning in to the Family Health Podcast. I hope these become valuable resources full of encouragement and challenges as you lead your family well and with confidence and definitely not alone. Find out more about marriage and family life coaching and consulting at HealingLives.com. I want to help you and your family be successful in marriage, love, life, and family. Thank you to our sponsor, the Family Launch Academy. To get your family moving in the right direction quickly, check out our website, HealingLives.com, for available options that will serve your family best, from counseling and coaching to seminars, online courses, and more. It is an honor to serve.